Hi to everyone, I'm Stephanie, together with Virtual Sheet Music of course, and today's video, extremely general in nature, has been essentially inspired by the brief visit of a nephew and niece, both five, who came to me from Scotland for the Easter break. Now it was an incredible week between day trips, art creations, noisy bath sessions, I wasn't in it of course, and post bedtimes generally characterized by consuming large amounts of red wine. <laughs> now, needless to say, I had a ball. Younger kids' energy, their perspective on the world, and the things they come out with, generally hilarious, were continually surprising and left me wanting more. Is there any surprise, therefore, that kids have been a source of much creativity for composers throughout uh, music history? Well, following this spirit, today's video looks at a few of these child-inspired works, though they are by no means exhaustive. The links are below in the video script, so after I've briefly talked about a work, I'd personally put me and Virtual Sheet Music on hold, uh, particularly if you don't know the piece, and immediately listen so that everything is kept in context. Let's go. Firstly, we've got Debussy's Gollywog's Cakewalk of 1908, incidentally available for download at Virtual Sheet Music. Gollywog's Cakewalk is the last of six pieces, so a suite of pieces, comprising Debussy's Children's Corner. Debussy dedicated this work to his then three-year-old daughter and the English titles, rather than the French as you'd expect, um, are presumably in recognition of his daughter's English governess. Now the Gollywog doll was at the time all the rage in fashionable France, so Debussy turned to the black American ragtime with its typical underlying march beat and syncopated upper part and, well, basically had a ball with this musical form. I do wonder what Scott Joplin thought of it, though. And as for you, what do you think? Put me on hold and have a listen. Let's now turn to Ravel's Pavan pour un enfant défunt, which was written in 1899. Pavan for a dead infant, and also available via virtual sheet music. Now, I just can't resist this exquisite piece with its delicate melancholy and wistfulness. The Pavan was a slow processional dance fashionable in Europe in the 16 and 1700s, and in recreating at times past, Ravel also referred to a past childhood, hence the reference to the dead infant, so there's nothing particularly morbid about this. In any case, at one point he is known to have said that the title had nothing to do with the composition whatsoever, presumably wanting us to decide and interpret the, the piece as we saw fit. So maybe that's what we should do now. So put me on hold and, well, interpret. Now we're off to the Baroque period, so roughly 1600s to the middle of the uh, 18th century. And we are going to listen to Handel's How Willing My Paternal Love. And this is a song, an aria, that comes from the Oratorio, Samson, written in 1741, with words by Newborough Hamilton. So the Oratorio is a bit like an opera in that it's a sung story. In the case of an Oratorio, though, the story is always religious and it is not acted out, but rather a concert work. 
As for Sanson, well, I'm sure you remember that he's an Old Testament hero with extraordinary strength thanks to his hair. Now, a particularly bad haircut, shall we say, leads to his downfall and enslavement by the Philistines, who also happen to gouge out his eyes. Nice, eh? Anyhow, God gives Samson one last chance to set things right, and finding himself in a temple surrounded by evil Philistines, as you do, he pulls down the foundational pillars, killing everything as well as himself. Happy stuff, and nothing that you'd want in a million years to connect with children. However, when thinking of children, you can't avoid the relationship between parent and child. And in the case of Samson, adult though he may be, the oratorio has a beautiful moment where his father, Manoah, reveals his fatherly emotions. So I've interpreted child in the broadest possible sense here. And after all, we never really stop being someone's child. Eh? Now, the simplicity of music, those glorious, heart-wrenching violin interjections, ties in with the profound simplicity of a father's love for his son. Now, as you listen to the aria, uh, remember that Samson's being captured and blinded by the Philistines. And this explains the final line of the song. Whilst I have eyes, he wants no light. What a dad. Put me on hold. Now, if you thought this was bittersweet, well, it's going to get worse in the form of Mahler's song, Wenn dein Mutterlein, uh, translated roughly as When Your Little Mother. And this comes from his song cycle, Kindertötenlieden, Songs of the Death of Children. And this was completed in 1904. The euphoria of having children is, I can only imagine, equaled by a total desolation that must accompany the loss of a child. The text of Mahler's song cycle, and by the way, a song cycle is essentially a series of songs that are presented in a specific order and as one entire unit. Now, the text comes from the famous German poet Rückert, who following the death of two of his children wrote 428 poems, which were never intended for publication. So presumably it was a form of catharsis for, for Rückert. And these poems examine his grief. His attempts to, in, in, in a certain sense, resuscitate in words those two children, and also aspects such as the quiet peace that eventually comes with acceptance. Now, Mahler took five of these poems and set them to music, finishing in 1904, two months after the birth of his second child. Naturally, he incurred the wrath of his wife, who felt that Mahler was simply tempting fate. And indeed he was, for four years later, that very child died. Wenn dein Mutterlein is agonizingly beautiful music set to words of equal beauty, the translation of which you'll find below in the script. Put me on hold, get that translation, listen and grab a packet of tissues. Now, before I present the last piece to you, please remember to drop me your thoughts, because if you don't, I'll just be lonely. I'd love your comments and indeed some of your own musical suggestions to today's theme at Virtual Sheet Music, because presumably your suggestions are going to be better than me, so get writing. And in the meantime, here's my last suggestion, Stockhausen's Gesang der Jünglinge, Song of the Youths. I had to include this piece here because it's just so, well, <clears throat> fascinatingly weird. 
Now, whether you like it or not, this 1955-1956 piece was doing things with tape and voice that the rest of the world only caught up with much later. Using the distinctive voice of a boy soprano, here's the child connection, eh? Stockhausen exploited 1950s technology which, with our 21st century sophistication, we can now only scoff at. And yet, the music remains somehow futuristic. Enjoy the final link below and please do get in touch. Bye.